for the phone. Uh, I want to get to you, Jewel. Yes. Uh, you know, you, you've heard my I'm a troll and, and 50 <laughs> words. And, and, and then we hear from our dear sister evangelist uh, in terms of servitude. And, you know, that's, that's got to be there's there's a there's something in there um, that you're going to coin. And it's going to co- be called serve your way to the top. I like that. <laughs> Write, write it down. I like no, that. No, it's on. What's this? What's on? What's this? What's this? Serve your way to the top. That's your thing. Servitude. Serve your way That's to it. the top. Because it seems like that would be the opposite. It seems like we all, especially in the American system, right? We want to be served. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be in the best mm-hmm. restaurant. We want to be in the best, uh, the, the first class. <laughs> right. We want somebody serving. Start at the top we and work our way up. Work, work, start at the top and work our way up. Yes. <laughs> Jill, Jill Diamond Taylor, talk to us about finding your gift system. Well, mine was very incremental. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. I was faithing it until I made it. Mm. I started off having group sessions in my home under the guise of, oh, it's Christmas. Oh, it's birthday. And after everybody had their little snacks, sit down, Mm -hmm. I held them hostage (laughs) in my living room, in my kitchen. And I began having sessions in my home. And then as I began to grow confidence in that, Mm -hmm. the law of attraction kicked in. Mm -hmm. I started going to seminars and conferences. I would not see anyone of color or females Mm -hmm. Until one day I saw a woman named Terry Cole Whitaker in San Diego. Mm. And she she was a sister of another color, but her energy, her passion, her delivery, her sincerity, her walk of of being a housewife and finding her purpose and daring to say, I have a purpose beyond being a wife and a mother, Mm. just opened up something inside of me. So I began to follow her. And then one day I heard someone tell me there was going to be a conference coming to San Diego with Susan Taylor of Essence Magazine, mm-hmm. Dr. Maya Angelo, all types of women. I said, I need to be in that room. I need to be a part of that yes. conference. They didn't know who I was. I mm-hmm. said, I'll do it for free. I'll do it for free. I ended up doing it for free for 12 years. Mm. Wow. Doing workshops, being the mistress of ceremony, crisscrossing the countries, about 70 conferences mm-hmm. on the stage mm-hmm. with Dr. Coretta Cox. King, King. Uh, Gladys Knight, mm-hmm. uh, Queen Latifah, yes. uh, Nikki Giovanni, Susan Taylor, Dr. Barbara Young, you, you name it, Everybody. Lynn Whitfield, mm-hmm. Dr. Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. so many awesome icons, mm-hmm. and I started off doing it for free. Wow. So that servanthood concept is something I've always believed in. Yeah. And whenever I've been in a waiting zone, I'm like, Lord, I'm waiting for the phone to ring. God, yeah. I'm waiting for the money to come. Yeah. God, I'm waiting for my next blessing. Right. I'm waiting for the next elevation. Yeah. I would always end up serving. Mm-hmm. So I would have free events. I would have my 24-hour inspiration line. I would do free coaching. I would show up at the rape centers. I would go to the colleges. I would speak because it's like I heard someone say, if you play the violin, you need to take that violin out the case every day. Every day. So I had to get my voice refined every day, whether it was in the beauty shop or in my living room or on a stage. And I refined my voice and my message incrementally. So I always knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't always have the affirmation, the validation, the support. But I learned as I poured into others and helped them to see who they were in God, it was healing for me. It was healing for me. I'm telling you what I need to be telling myself. So I began to take my own medicine. I began to allow myself to be refined and convicted. God held my hands behind my back and said, I need to convict you on some things. You got to get better in this and you got to get better in that. And you got to get better in this. You got to get better in your people skills. You got to be more punctual. You got to be honest. You have to be a leader. You got to speak up. You got to ask 
for your value. You have to say no to people that are trying to manipulate you because not all money is good money. Yeah. So I learned to show up. I was on KGLH for many years. I was just so many places just serving, as you said, evangelist, not realizing that's planting seeds. That's planting seeds. That's saying, God, I'm going to honor the gift you gave me because I'm not chasing money. I am the money. I am the money. Yes. It's my spiritual currency. It is his grace that has kept me because of my obedience. So I think. When you speak of gift, you have to think of obedience. Yeah. And obedience comes from the the uh, Latin word, which means to listen. To listen. And so prayer work is about listening, not asking. Mm. So the more I listen to God, <laughs> and, I, and I have the saying, mm. if you're going to ask God to order your steps, you better also ask the courage to do what God told That's you to do. That's right. Ooh, wait a minute. Because God's going to tell you to do you, something like, what, God? You right. want me to do what, God? Right. I'm, going where? I'm going to Africa, right. God. Right. Right. I'm speaking in right. London, God. I'm yeah. speaking in Brazil. God, how am I going to do this? You want me to speak to a room of a thousand FDIC employees? Mm, mm, I don't even have a college degree. You want me to speak in pulpits? I do. I have gotten ordained since. But I was invited to speak to places. My gift made room for me, Wes. Yes. I've spoken in Turks and Caicos, Cancun, Brazil, London, Africa. You know, know, I want want to, Joe, Joe, let me jump in because you got me... uh, uh, I'm not gonna be able to take all this. <laughs> He's on that stuttering. I can't, right, and when you find Wes Hall stuttering, you better understand you did something. Now, I want them to. to I want them to begin to correlate some processes. Yes. Um, you talk about serving. Uh, evangelists talk about serving at an early age, right? And then uh, going through incarceration, going through all the different things and having to serve and then coming out Mm -hmm. and serving. And one of the reasons she's here in this radio station is because her spirit began to serve my spirit. You see what I mean? And so therefore now she ends up here, you know, talking to thousands of people um, here and around the world. You talked about um, first having little sessions. Yeah. Coding people hostage Absolutely. almost, right? Yeah, I sure did. So, so, so we go. So we go. We're, go, we're, we're going back to operation before uh, solidification, yes, right? Yes. Faith in it. Faith in it. Faith in it. Okay, so, so it, it seems that people listening should understand that when you find your gift, your gift has to move to a process of maturation, That's what and that say. maturation process is step by step and incremental, even unbeknownst to you, because how could you know? While you're holding these people hostage, that one day you'll be speaking Absolutely. with Maya Angela. Right, right. And so, I mean, could you have seen when you first started doing those sessions that it was going to be so great? Well, as Sister Evangelist is talking about coming out of a physical prison, mm. I help women come out of an emotional prison. Mm. I can't do it. I'm a single parent. I don't have any money. I don't have a degree. I don't have the looks. Mm-hmm. That's an emotional prison that we all have to come out of. And I had to come out of mine. And out of me coming out of my emotional prison and my own self-imposed limitation mm-hmm. and that inner saboteur, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. As I conquered those things, mm-hmm. it gave me an authentic voice. Mm-hmm. Because as I coach women, they tell me things. It's, How do you know? <laughs> Duh. I've already been, I've been through it. Yes. Been there, I get that. it. I get it. There's no, there should be no shame. But when you sit in the presence of someone that is not shaming you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and understands yes. your journey, right. like I don't know your journey, but People can relate to you. People can relate to me on another level because of my journey. And so that's why I've always prayed, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Because I pray for 
influence and illumination. Mm. Because if you have the influence, the integrity, and the illumination, then comes the income. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Say that again. The influence, the illumination, and then the income. And don't forget the integrity. And the integrity. So so my signature statement for 34 years has always been stay in the light. Mm Because it's very easy for that darkness to creep in, Mm -hmm. temptation to creep in, Mm -hmm. doubt to creep in, Mm -hmm. discouragement. So I always pray for illumination. Lord, let me see. Mm-hmm. What is it that you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Let me see the path because you are a light unto my path. Yes. So that illumination kept me clear because mm-hmm. see, when you have a vision, it's easy to make decisions. Of course. Ooh, that's see, because if I know my vision, I can easily say, no, no, I don't do real estate. I no, I don't do Amway. No, too, no. Right. yeah. But if you don't have a vision, if, you're operating in darkness. Yes. So as I pray for illumination, God said, that's your purpose. That's your vision. That's I your, stick to it. The main thing. Is to keep the main thing. Been, the main thing. The main thing. But but, I, I, but you you've dropped so much on the audience that now I got to go back in uh-huh. because one of the things that you talk about is if you listen to a listener as you're listening to Jewel, I want you to understand something. These words and the alignment of these words are not by accident. Yeah. When she says uh, uh, to be at the uh, what's the first one of uh, infor- illumination. No, before illumination there was um, I wrote it down. I can't Pray remember. for integrity. Inf- Influence. Influence. Yeah. Influence. Okay. How so, can I influence the hearts and minds of, so of God's influence, people? So to influence, then get illumination, integrity, and income. I'm taking the audience somewhere. Mm-hmm. For, in order for your mess to become your message, you have to also add some technical components to your message. So just because you have a walk that you've walked out of something, like um, if I come from out of poverty, yes. I'm not so audacious to think that my story and the bruises I got on my head yeah. are any more important than your story yes, exactly. and the bruises that you got on your head. But what I have to do is go find some information, some illumination that goes along with my information to turn my message to my message. That's right. So there's somebody right now thinking, you know, I've been through a divorce that it crushed me. I want to write a book about Okay, that's audacious and there's something in it. But what I want you to do is not just to talk about divorce. I want you to go get some what we call elements of familiarity, familiarity, some technical aspects that go along with telling your story. Like I use the word today, epigenetics, right? I've taught trauma, which we call behavior challenges back in the day or at risk. Mm -hmm. I've done that for 10 or 12 years, Uh right? But that's a great story. But epigenetics... The ability to really understand traumatic situations. What is acute childhood experience? The ACES project. Right. To go get the technical Adversity. aspects. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They go along with my message. Right. Now it becomes illuminated, so to illuminated. speak. Now it gets bigger than just Wes Hall's story. Absolutely. Now it's designed to not just be a story that's about Wes. See, the, see the only class that got my attention was psychology. Mm, so I've mm. always been fascinated with behavior. Yes. So my style of coaching is what we call cognitive behavior Absolutely. therapy, yes. helping pe- people to become aware of what you're doing mm-hmm. and why you're doing it. Yes. So you have to trace back, and, oh, mm-hmm. this happened. So that so my behavior is a reflection of me not healing those broken places. Yes. And mine on that level in the same thing, my study was inner person. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so inner persons is what prepares a person for whatever the next level is. Right. And so incarcerated, that was one of the things that we had, the, the class that I taught, that we had, that was very powerful and needed, it needed and necessary. Mm-hmm. Because once you've been in any environment, whether you're incarcerated or not, mm-hmm. incarceration is not a, a place of location. Mm-hmm. It's a state of being. It's a mindset. Ooh. It's a mindset. So, so I definitely was. So anytime somebody tried, well, okay, you mm-hmm. over here. No, we can mm-hmm. always relate because we've all been incarcerated someplace or another because. 
because you can be in an environment in in, in a place, a location. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But yet, being in that location does not uh, make you free or unfree. There's it's so, a state of mind there, that makes you free. There's so many people right now that consider themselves free. They're highly incarcerated. That's yeah, absolutely. Matter of fact, the average person you come into contact with. Forgive me. Continue. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, it's no. Uh, we're, 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 that's good. So, but in a, so we're back on in a person. So one of the things, one of the major steps of of relocation or elevation, especially what we're talking about now, is being able to to even operate. Is that you have to get that inner person together, mm. and that inner person is the necessary tools of philosophy to get your mind prepared for the next step. Mm. And because you can't even begin to take a step without that inner person getting together, and that was one of the reasons why it was fluctuation coming in and out. Anytime you see, regardless of whatever it is, mm-hmm. well, you can use a prison, you can use a, a psychotic ward, you can use anything, a hospital, you can use earth. <laughs> you know anything that's trying you can use a marriage right? you can, yeah 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 anything that's bringing something on a repetitive role mm-hmm. something is wrong mm-hmm. if you're continuing going to the hospital for the same thing over and over again let's get away from the prison mm-hmm. and you're going in for the same thing something is wrong it's an interpersonal problem that needs to take place mentally subconsciously for you even can go to the next level that's right. so the person is stuck right now because you're on something right now there are so many people that are trapped in what we call a perpetual loop mm-hmm. they're on the wheel constantly on the wheel but if it, it, it's like the, the the forty miles for a, for a four mile trip, right? Or forty years. Right. How, how does a person identify? You become aware. You it's the acknowledgement, just like. Well, with the R. Kelly phenomena mm. going oh, on right, right now, right, right. people have said we can't help him because he's still in denial. If you're in denial of your behavior, it's hard to even reach though everybody you. else around Absolutely. you is talking. This is why our our foundational scripture for our, my ministry is Romans: mm-hmm. "Be ye transformed, be transformed by the by renewing, renewing of your, of your mind. mind." So you it's you can, as you say, through epigenetics, you mm-hmm. can change mm-hmm. the mind. Yes. We change diapers, we change tires, mm-hmm. we change clothes, we change wigs, right. we change houses, right. we change addresses. Right. But to change the, the mind. mind. Okay, so so right now I'm gonna we got a caller on the line, but I'm gonna take uh, uh, the the, the uh, microphone privilege and be able to say that those who tuned in today to start over in your life, to take a look because the conflict is so great in your life right now. Mm. And that's what it takes, that that conflict. You're at a job and you know you're not supposed to be there. You're in a relationship and you know it's not feeding you. You know you're in a place that now you've tuned in.